And we're live. Hello, everyone. It's our regular Wednesday um, chamble, as we like to call it, our, our regular <laughs> chat. And we'll be live streaming on Facebook. So hopefully you can all see us. A little bit of housekeeping at the beginning before I introduce you to my amazing guest for today. Um, we're coming to the end of this series. Um, we'll be doing um, up to the 15th of July. We'll do up, um, one a week as we normally do. So it's about three more, I think we've got to go. If you've really loved it and you want to see more when we come back in September, I really strongly advise you to follow us on Crowdcast because that means you you will get the automatic ins and you they won't ask you to pay anything and you won't um, be locked out um, and have to resubscribe 15 times with different emails. So, yeah, a bit like Facebook. Crowdcast works a little bit like Facebook. If you could go and follow us, if you want to, um, then you will receive our updates and our emails from Crowdcast letting you into all of our broadcasts. So, yeah, that's a quick bit of housekeeping for getting us ready for the September when we're going to be in September. We're going to be doing one a day. Uh, what? <laughs> I know. I am going to need some metatone tonic. You need a cleaner for that. For a that cleaner. <laughs> I'll need a cleaner. I'll need a why. I need a bartender. I definitely need someone to make me drinks regularly. I like it. A bartender. Like it. I'll be making my. I'll be. I'll be writing my rider. Don't you worry. Don't okay. you worry, darling. I'll be writing I'm my rider. <laughs> so welcome to my amazing guest, Freya von Bulow. Hello, Freya. Hello. Um, nice she, to meet you. Uh, she is um, coming live with us from Amsterdam. We've got global Yay! people. Yeah, we've gone global. From yes, a we have. From a kitchen, from a kitchen <laughs> in Amsterdam, and um, hopefully everyone can hear. As I say, always, um, you know, if you've got any issues with the tech, you know, we're all learning. This is all new. Um, we're only like three months into it. If you've got any issues with the tech, pop them in the sidebar, and if I can, I'll try and solve it. But if I can't, sometimes if you can't hear us or you can't. Um, see us the best thing is to log out and log back in again so that's a quick top tip and um, that usually works and if we keep dropping out it's because you're not near enough to your wi-fi signal or your upload or download um, is not strong enough so just go and sit on your hub it's warm it's very hot today maybe sitting yeah. on a hub could be a bit painful <laughs> <laughs> we're not a disclaimer we're not responsible for any burns no. <laughs> that are inflicted if you go and sit on your oh, hub. people <laughs> So, yeah, quick bit of, um, of all of that at the beginning. Um, welcome, Micah. So exciting. I have known Micah for since 2009 and I adore you. And I was very sad when you left Hastings and went um, across the water to Holland. But at least you went somewhere that's familiar to me. Exactly. I was just, yeah, because I was just saying, that. Mm -hmm. oh, you know, and most people know my, I've got a lot of family in Holland. And my lovely cousin, Pamela, has had a baby during lockdown. So I'll be visiting Holland very soon and seeing um, my, uh, hopefully, my new, I don't know what that is, second cousin, I think, a baby most probably, if she's I my cousin. Know, some sort of niece thing? Relative. I don't know. Some yeah. sort of Do you know in Dutch, niece and cousin are the same word. So are they? Just, just say cousin or niece, whatever. So what's the word in, I'm going to write that down, what is the word in Dutch for that? Uh, oh, I've got you on the spot now. Cousin. I think it's cousin. I don't know. Cousin. Cousin is kissing. Kissing. Uh, <laughs> no, or something like that. I'll ask her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the same word. And I get confused when people go like, my niece? Yeah, but hmm? 
how does that work yeah yeah i'll ask her how yeah. that works so yeah exciting so i as i say i've known um freya since 2009 when i got introduced by our lovely mutual friend jerry brooks oh we love jerry we love Yay! jerry <laughs> who's an amazing pr an amazing yeah. marketing girl and we love her and she helped me last year very much deliver the trailblazers um, event so um, where we were promoting women and um, women in the arts and the power of women and you know pure strongly advocate for artists but i personally strongly advocate for women but now i strongly advocate for everyone because we're all we're all equal and we all matter so exactly. i just want everybody to have as much of an opportunity to fulfill their dreams and their potential grow their potential yeah. as much as possible yeah so, because everyone needs you know everyone struggles with the same stuff no matter you know, what what sex you are and doesn't have. matter what sex you are doesn't matter what color you are we're all the same underneath yeah exactly. and um you know i love the fact that i am uh, I have a multiple ethnicity. Nobody really knows, you know, what my ethnicity is mm. because it's just, you know, a mashup really. Mm. And um, layer, I found the layering of the female um, difficult in my younger life, but I don't, I don't anymore. Layering, the layering on of the fact that I was female. Um, and oh, cool. Not, yeah. And multiple. I never wanted. I never wanted to be. Uh, I never wanted to be female. I thought it was it sucked having periods and stuff. Yeah, I was yeah. so jealous of guys, and now now I know guys like have to. They have, have to other. They have other things. <laughs> <laughs> they have other things to deal with. Yeah, I th I felt in my very young years that layering on, especially because I worked in a very male dominated environment, mm. was difficult. But I've got over that now, and I've worked out. We were just talking earlier about that whole ethics thing. And I spoke to Kathy as well a few weeks ago about what meaning you bring to things. And I realized that I was bringing, I was carrying that meaning with me as, as baggage and I don't need to, I can just let it go. Yeah, so, yeah. Because um, you didn't know, you know, you didn't know before, but now you know. No. And now so I know. Why, why so why carry it, yeah. Why layer that meaning on constantly into my yeah, future life, yeah. yeah, so. And if you don't realize, if you don't sort it out, you, 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 you give that package then to your children. Thanks, exactly Mom. and you really don't want to do that i really no. you know hope i would be a good role model so yeah, yeah so there's a lot of that stuff goes on isn't there and yeah so um i know when um jerry introduced me to freya you were doing the front row yes. and you'd just taken over i think from your friend um mm, marissa marissa yeah marissa and it's an amazing thing and be really interesting you know to hear your journey from hastings running the front row to now um where you are the evolution of freya um now where you are in europe you've just done a mark you've just finished your masters what you you know what went before and what do you see going forward so yeah i'm gonna hand the okay. i'm gonna hand yeah. the mic over yeah, the hand mic. over the mic not the package yeah i don't well, want the package, package. <laughs> just the mic yeah you can just yeah. have the mic okay <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, I uh, I started doing um, sort of an eth ethical fashion show or um, yeah, fashion event to promote local designers. Um, I was big involved in sort of charity shops. I was working for um, as a volunteer 
And there were so many creative, I mean, Hastings is just full of creative people and everyone was just doing their little bits and pieces. So I thought it might be fun to get everyone into a fashion show. I love fashion, I love secondhand fashion. And my friend Marisa was doing the first show, which was the Ethical Fashion Show, which had 80 seats and it was sold out and there was a huge queue outside. And, and then the next year she said, oh my God, it's so much hard work. I can't, I can't do it again. And then me and the designer, Stephanie, um, said then, yeah, do you want, you know, shall we do it? So yes, let's so do you it. Picked, you picked up the reins. Events are really hard work, aren't they? They are really hard work. I mean, I'm just literally. Getting my notebooks sorted. Yeah. <laughs> the, the show, I mean, I would, I would from then onwards um, do a show a year and it would probably take me eight months to organize. Insane. Yeah insane so it was all about oh my god you know the first the first show was in St Mary in the Castle in Hastings and it was um it was a show we had lots of stores with second half clothing so it was a show a fashion fair and like an after show party and stuff so a big thing and it went from um you know each year um the event was bigger and, and then we ended up um, showing at the Delaware Pavilion in Bex Hill, which was, we did, I think, three shows there altogether. And they were huge. We did a whole weekend. We did I, love, I have to say. Installations and music. And, it was awesome and at the Delaware. Performance art and fashion. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was awesome. I remember bringing yeah. um, my mum and, um, and Jerry brought her mum. And it yeah. was like, really, it was something for everyone. We brought the kids. Mm. Yeah. And there was an element in that event for everyone. It was like ethical fashion. It was all about diversity. You had, you know, you supported, and um, what was the, uh, um, Terence Higgins Trust. Terence Higgins Trust at Michael yeah. We had students from the Bexhill College, fashion students. We had every, I mean, everybody who was doing fashion around yeah. in the area was was there. And it was it was huge. It was it massive. Was huge but, and the goodie bags were quite good as well <laughs> but they were hard work because it's like you know a lot of it was handmade i mean it was amazing the amount of people who contributed was just staggering otherwise it could it would have never it would have never worked and we did oh my god we did the charity shop challenge oh that yes i amazing. remember that that was amazing yeah, yeah was where people went and bought the clothes and yeah. um, well, no, I mean, people had um, had uh, there was a brief, like a, a theme, and then everyone had to uh, um, create an outfit, and then um, cat, you know, show show that outfit on the catwalk, and then we had um, then the best ones, you know, we had like different awards, so um, the best awards would uh, or the best outfits would would win an award. And we had the big award ceremony on stage. And yeah, gosh. I, I think the one I remember, um, uh, Peter Quinnell. <laughs> Peter would Quinnell. always totally boss the charity show challenge. I mean, he's always nailed it, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, High five oh, to you, Peter. You, know, you there, literally yeah. nailed Peter, that. Peter, Peter, <laughs> Peter Quinnell. <laughs> Anyone who's watching, look up Peter Quinnell. Honestly, amazing yeah. artist. Yeah, so inspiring. Always completely nailed that challenge and won. I remember one year he had like a big space helmet on, didn't he? Like a oh, big no, silver. No, no, that was somebody else. Was that, that someone was, else? That was, uh, that was Becky, Becky McRae. That was insane. Uh, oh, well, yeah. equally. 
Becky McRae, mm. equally an amazing <laughs> artist. It's like everyone and everyone loved being part of that. You know, it was like, okay, what's the theme for next year? So we had, mm. we had like each, you know, we had like um, front row recycled, front row goes to Hollywood, front row uh, glam, you know, um, glam goes glam glamorous, front row opera. Um, Base at some point. So I think. the last one is so sad. You're not doing them anymore. When was no. the last one? Uh, I think 2016. That was just a year uh, before, because 2017 I left for Amsterdam. Yes. So yeah, so yeah, I've so been here now three years. Yeah, yeah. And, and I it, know from events that you burn out eventually. You eventually burn out from doing one thing. The thing is also you because the um, the um, people who would come to the show they would be um, sort of they would be more or less the same. Yeah, yeah. It's the like audience. we knew in the audience. So I felt like I had to, although the the shows were already insane, each year I had amazing. to make it bigger to to be even you know to please the same audience. I couldn't do it the same thing, and that that's where the pressure goes. You know, we could have. Probably the first show we ever did, we could have taken, you know, if yes. that had been our path, uh, we could have taken that to London and to, you know, we could have toured that show throughout sure. the UK, you know, but because sure. it's always the, you know, sort of more or less the same, um, you know, the same audience, we had to do it bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if we been in lockdown? If we've been in lockdown and how you could have put that online and, and the oh, audience, God. you know, across the world that would yeah, have seen yeah. it. Because that show, I have to say, I mean, inspired me a lot with the pure shows. You know, I, mm -hmm. I you know, I completely get it. We fell into that same trap of people pleasing as well mm -hmm. um, and trying to be bigger and better every year. You know, it's, and I've had just had that conversation with you as well about always trying to be professional, always trying mm -hmm. to show a good yeah. example. And that's always fair trying to make it yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it became uh, more and more. Of, yeah, it, it became more and more hard work, and um, it becomes an you know, energy. And, yeah, and, and you don't, we don't do it. You know, I couldn't live of it. Uh, you know, no. for for any um, monetary gratification, but just for the pure. I mean, you know, I get such a kick out of people's energies and getting people together and the excitement and the creativity and stuff. That was my. Yeah, you know, I love that. That was my nourishment. I totally um, get that. It is about the energy, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. We and don't do these things generally for no. um, an income. We generally do them because they need to be done. Yeah. And someone's got to do it. <laughs> we love it. You know, you get yeah. a massive. I get a massive buzz out of give, of putting on an event. Mm -hmm. um, but there is, therefore, there is always a finite time scale to it. Yeah. Do you know what, what I actually recently discovered as well? That I that I also sort of put that show on for myself because I always put um, made a collection for myself because I didn't at some point, I think after the even sort of, I think at the second show, I was like, oh, but I enjoy making a, a catwalk collection too. So I was actually, you know, participating as well as organizing. So... Um, you know, in the end, also, it's like also a little bit of stage for yourself, you know, which I have to be really honest. That was yeah. a big part for me, too. It was beautiful that everyone came together as such. But I also wanted to show off 
what I can do with my paper couture. And exactly, and I think that's when I became aware of you and kind of um, pulled you across into our kind of bubble yeah. and asked you to do some exhibitions for us. So you did some amazing yeah. windows for us mm -hmm. Thank in, you. The wing, in the Wing Art Gallery in Wadhurst. You did the most, I mean, honestly, at one point I thought I was going to have to take out some sort of insurance because cars <laughs> would like literally like break heavily <laughs> outside, the, outside the windows. I'm like, there's going to be a crash and they're going to blame us this yeah. is going to be a problem yeah and um, that was a small road as and well. it was a yeah. small narrow road i was really worried and and so talk to us about the paper couture how you got into paper couture um and how it has evolved so um i mean i started uh the you know doing the front row shows at 2008 and that was also during when i was doing my uh from well, my degree yeah in illustration at brighton university so I was, um, we were doing book art, I think, and I, I love collages. So I thought, oh, you know, why not do 3D stuff? And when um, I did, front, you know, the second front row show, I was thinking, oh, it'd be so cool if I just made a couple of paper dresses and they only have to last, you know, it's cheap. Paper's cheap. I actually use like Xerox paper. <laughs> but it was cool. Actually, I, um, I, I uh, photocopied lace and then made sort of a dress from that. It looked super cool and I loved it. But it was like afterwards, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to make fashion to, to sell it. I just wanted to, to make a show and then when it's paper, just, I'll just trash it. You know, just, mm. yeah, I mean, the, the, um, all my paper dresses of all my shows. I mean, I did, oh God, yeah, of all my shows, they went into the bin afterwards. And people well, that's like, something they teach. Yeah, that's something they teach you in foundation, isn't it? It's like make it, throw it away, do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't want to have it kicking about, so that's when I started. Okay, I want to do some paper couture, and then it became a feature. So I've done one mm. each year, and I've done one a whole. Oh my god, I did a whole collection of fourteen paper couture pieces for um, Brighton Fashion Show one year. I imagine it. It's like I can't even. I think of it, and I'm like. How possible? <laughs> How did you do that? And after that, I, I just went to the dump and put it on into the paper recycling. <laughs> in the paper recycling. Yeah. Oh, that's painful. All that, all, all those that hours. Time. But yeah. it's really important that process yeah. of us evolving is really yeah. important. That discard, you do it, obviously ethically recycle it, yeah. so it becomes something else, and then yeah. you start again. And I think that's something that foundation year. When people miss the foundation year um, in their mm. art training, it's something that mm. I have to kind of re-embed. Yes, do it, chuck it away, do it, chuck it away. Not chuck it away, but recycle it. Yeah. Um, don't get precious and don't get attached no, to it. No, you're I mean, in, It's a process. I can imagine everyone has like dusty old, um, um, what are they called, portfolios hanging about. And they never look into it. It's like, oh, chuck it away. You know, it's like, oh, you can come up with better stuff now. You know? My mum found oh. my photography portfolio in the okay. shed. Yeah, probably like wet. I was, or yeah, like, it was slightly crumpled. Yeah. And um, and the dissertation was all in there, all typed oh, out as well. <laughs> and I was like, okay, put it in the back of the car. <laughs> Where is it now? It's in the recycling, yeah. <laughs> in the dump, in the recycling. It's true. I mean, sometimes we hang, we hang, hang onto stuff, and it's like, yeah. what for? What for? Yeah. You know, that was a, 
a, a, a space and time and why it's emotional isn't it we have memories and yeah. we have emotions and attached it because only when we see it we have the memories because otherwise it's like mm. do we need yeah. them decluttering is a thing yes Oh yes, I live. I mean, when I when I moved to when I moved to Amsterdam, I basically moved just with one suitcase. And then my my then boyfriend Phil, Phil, he um, he then um, drove me uh, over to you know he came over and then uh, we brought a couple of more things. One of the things being a huge roll of um, tissue paper. Which yes, I got from a company. Yeah, you tell us the story. This is a good one. Okay, this How you get your roll, paper. This roll of it's tissue. It's the most exquisite tissue, white tissue paper, and it it weighs about fifty kilos. And I had two of those delivered um, years ago, probably two thousand eleven or something. Um, after I met uh, a guy uh, on a plane from Hamburg going back to the UK to Gatwick, and he was like basically, I mean, he was like the. I never, you know, I never sit next to good-looking guys on plates ever. No, I, I don't know if there's <laughs> anyone who actually does. If you do, comment in the sidebar. <laughs> yes, Has anyone ever um, sat next to someone hot on a plane? No. <laughs> anyway, Marco was. And so we got chatting and he, he said, you know, that he was going on business. He was working for a company that makes um, specialty paper. And so I was like, ooh, well, you know, that's interesting because I make paper couture. So I showed him some pictures. He's like, oh my God, this is so cool. I love it. I'm going to send you some, some, um, some rolls of paper. So he did, oh my God, a hundred kilos worth of tissue paper. Just goes to show you though, nothing's random. Nothing's no. random. And, you and needed I, paper I and you find me. yourself sat next to someone who can send you a hundred kilos. Exactly. And then Free. a couple of years later, they, the same company employed me to do a beautiful um, uh, dress from their paper, which was modeled by my daughter, Lauren. And we went to Paris for that, <laughs> to trade fair. So Lauren was like mooting around the trade How fair in the dress. And I got paid for that. You know, yeah. so the power of relationships, you don't need... You don't need lots and lots of people. I, mean, I think we've fallen into this trap with social media that we're convinced by the social media gods yeah. that we need to have a million followers and loads of connections. No, we don't. You, you proved know, you need one, yeah. one really good one. Yeah. The thing is with the followers, and that's why I did um, the Pinterest yes. um, thing, and it goes all into social media with, with mm. um, Instagram and, and stuff. So... It's all about, it's like when you have followers, it shows you, it's almost, it's, it's like an indicator. It's not like necessarily, oh, you have so and so many friends, no. but you have so and so many people who feel inspired by what you do. And that's an indication. It's, it's just a value. It's not really to say, oh my God, so many people love me, you know, but they appreciate what I put out there and and the followers, that's an indication of, okay, this person is of value because of the inspiration that person gives out. And that Absolutely. will be then rewarded. Yes, and it's an energy exchange. It's it? an energy exchange, exactly. And that's what it is. It's not like, oh, my God, somebody, if somebody doesn't, you know, if I don't get likes for this post, it means that nobody loves me and I have no friends and I might as well just, just not do anything. No, it's just like, oh. 
the right people haven't heard your message. Exactly. You know, don't change, the, right people in don't that change the message, but but you know, go out and 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 try to find the people who, um, you know, who find who, the right who, audience yeah, for yeah, for yeah. you. Find your tribe. Yeah, you know, don't use rubbish rubbish hashtags. Right, you know, use, use the, right the real ones. ones. Exactly. There is yeah. absolutely no point. So people can find you. Yeah, it's just attracting saying, yeah, look. Exactly. Is it no good attracting people into your bubble who are not actually part of your tribe? You need to be authentic. You need to have integrity. Mm. You need to be you and attract the yeah. audience in that actually want to follow you. And yeah. there isn't it's not random. We've just been slightly missold because obviously Facebook and Instagram, etc. are now platforms like we were just saying about events. There's no money in events. Mm. per se because if no. you equated the amount of time you put in to yeah, the yeah. income then you get you're earning it's about like a half pound. a p half a p <laughs> an hour, hour. Like, you know, slavery that's slavery exactly. no they need to call this out a bit more there's yeah. no money in events no. but there no. is money in the periphery of the events there's in money the in the fact that People have seen me and you deliver events and now they go, oh, you're really good at that. You've got yeah. skills in that. I want to be yeah. part of your tribe. Would you do like, would you come yeah. and do a fashion show for me in Paris? Yeah. And so actually all you needed was the one right person it's in true. your tribe. Yeah. And the thing is, the thousand strong ones. Yeah. The important thing also you have to realize, one has to realize is that your friends are not your tribe. Sometimes, some and of it's them are. no, you know, it's it's interesting. They are not, they are not the ones who really want your product. They, you know, usually people say, "Oh, that's kind of cute," and I put a like because you know they are my friends and stuff. But they yeah. are not actually your tribe in what you're trying to do. Not necessarily where it goes, where it comes interesting is yeah. when when you when suddenly people from outside your bubble go oh my god i love what you do this is so cool i'm like oh my god who's that person you know yeah. but if, if people don't it's like none of my friends follow me on my on my youtube account no i wouldn't expect any of no. my friends but some no, of my friends know. are also artists and some of my friends are also collectors so mm -hmm. some of those would be in my tribe my business, you know, my work-life tribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is a little bit of crossover, I think, depending on what you do. Mm. But generally, but not a little bit, but not in a big way. No, absolutely. But I'm so with you. But I like every day. I see who the new followers are, and I, mm. so I deliberately every at the you know I spend thirty minutes in the morning posting, and I've scheduled yeah. stuff and what have you, and then thirty yeah. minutes in the evening I go and see who the new followers are, and I love mm. looking at that, especially the ones who I think no. You're definitely not my tribe. You need to be removed. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the the strange um, the strange accounts that um, send me messages like "Hello, pretty." I'm like, no, no, you're out. You're out. I'm like, Ooh, I'm like who's this? <laughs> <laughs> you're definitely out. <laughs> I've removed you. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the thing. It's everything. Um, I mean, I used to be bothered by that. I used to oh, be bothered, but now amusing. I realize it's not, now I know what it means. You know, it's not for my friends to support what I do. 
it's not up to them if they feel inspired to do that if fine. Inspired but if by, they yeah. don't then i shouldn't get you know i yeah it's not up to me to to say oh you know why you're not supporting me and so of course exactly. they're supporting me because they're my friends but they don't have to subscribe they don't have to say oh you're doing really well because i know they're saying yeah. they don't have yeah, to yeah you should have that's i suppose that's confidence isn't it you have now because of what you've done um and the same you know the same with me like i was saying you know in the in the beginning i was very unhappy with the layering of the female but now i'm completely settled with it because i am confident in my ability in my own self but people you know some people aren't some people are still growing into themselves well women should be growing all the time but growing to a point now where I'm more confident. So tell us more about Pinterest because I, I, you know, obviously I know a lot about Instagram. If I don't know. I've got about Instagram and Facebook. I know everything there is to know. Um, although they'll probably change it tomorrow and then I'll have to relearn it again because they do love doing that. Oh, they do, yeah. <laughs> but I know nothing really. I have a Pinterest account, but I yeah, don't really I know. Yeah. I mean, it's a, when, when it comes, I mean, I've been using Pinterest for years and it's really, it's a, it's it's really i mean creatives love love it you know every stylist every des- designer they all have pinterest accounts and what pinterest pinterest does i mean you sign up and then um you basically get imagery according to what you like and um first it's a bit slow obviously because you you know you you and what, send it uh, well, no, I mean, what they do, they just give you a, that's like a today section, and then right. they give you loads of images, like tons of images of all kinds of stuff. So, um, you know, and then you go, oh, I, you know, whatever, I want to have a pin. So you can, you have images, and then you can create pin boards. And the pin boards can, they have a theme, let's say, uh, summer dresses. I want to be inspired. You know, Pinterest is a, a, a pool for inspiration. It's a pool of imagery for inspiration. So if I say like, ooh, I want to buy, you know, I want to know, I want to sew myself a summer dress. So I go on Pinterest, put on summer dresses or, uh, you know, and then loads of summer dresses come. And the ones I like, I like, ooh, I like the straps on that one or I like how the back is on that one and ooh, this looks really good and I like the color of this. So you then can pin them onto your board. So you have a board of summer dresses and that's where you collect all okay. your inspiration you know if if like whenever i had a photo shoot i would um make a mood you know a mood board so um i put all kinds of stuff in like how i envisioned the makeup you know what the mood should be is a dark mood is a light mood and then i would send it to to all the participants and they would know roughly what what the mood is and what we're looking for and then everyone would would give their thing so it's a huge massive wow tool. so that would be really helpful if you were like designing a, your own website so you're an artist and you designing a website and you know you want to give the feel of what you want to do to the designer yeah you could create an interest board oh vincent just made a, made yeah, a comment yeah as a designer yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It's, it's a genius and there's like an infinite you know about travel about hotels you know if you want to have like i don't know french paris aesthetics you know you can okay there are two things you can you can uh, you can so like okay paris you know and then it shows you the eiffel tower and all kind of different and different angles and it's all imagery that people have uploaded at some point so you have the eiffel tower and croissants and coffee and stuff and then it's you all can, like 
copyright-free. You haven't got any issues with copyright. Right. You only put it on the pin. You can right. download it onto your phone, but obviously the imagery is small. But it's still right. better. I mean, you know, you used to be able to do that with Google. You would, um, you know, yes, Google an image and then take it. But Google has been so rubbish nowadays. They're all weird. They're just like for referencing and they're not aesthetically pleasing. I think they're really screwed up there. But yeah, I, I get there's it. a lot of the issues right. out there. Yeah. yeah. But then, um, but with Pinterest, you can, you know, and make you, you make these boards with like beautiful imagery and it's, and I used to have like one for food, one for 1920s fashion, one for, I don't know, wedding dresses when I was making my paper couture, uh, summer dresses, bags. So can you share them? Can you share? Do, do, is yeah. it like you, you have followers? Well, you do have followers and then they, they get on their today um, selection, they get sort of you. So I get a lot of stuff from, from a really good friend of mine, Tara Dayton, who has, uh, who makes the most beautiful uh, wedding dresses, like vintage wedding dresses. So she's really, really busy on Pinterest. And I always see like, oh, you know, uploaded by Tara Dayton. I'm like, yeah. And oh, stunning, stunning. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I see. So you can. So very like. Is it owned by Facebook? Is I don't it a know. Facebook it? I, don't, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Instagram. But the thing is, it's like, you know, I used to do do it for projects and projects, and then I thought, and that really inspired me to make that post on YouTube. Um, yes. uh, to to about Pinterest because mm -hmm. before that I was always just doing for products and little bits and pieces. And if I needed to look at, you know, how to make a quiche, I would go there because the image wow. was to Pinterest, whereas I'd go to Google, I think, Pinterest how, is to, so make, how to make a quiche. It's so much prettier, though. <laughs> so much nice, and I like yeah. pretty. Yeah, I, I know. don't I mean, like the image, the pretty, but I like pretty. <laughs> yeah. So I, and then I thought, why don't I, I sort of had to realize the, the power it has because the thing is you know um i was doing well i went to i came to amsterdam to my to, to my business um, master in sustainable fashion which i finished last june oh god it's a year ago <laughs> so what i, I so, finished mine in 2015 imagine how i feel i know i keep being uh, you know i've applied and i'm doing my all my work towards my doing my phd and i'm like yeah. That was five, nearly six years ago. Now, yeah, come it's on, crazy. As in time goes so funny. But they were always in, in that in my business uh, during my studies. They were always saying, you know, you need to have a vision. You need to see. And I'm like, I don't know. It's like you are in your life, and basically everything around in your life is your vision, your projection of the life that you deserve, with all yeah. the good and all the bad things. This is, this is. How so you kind of taking your it on to a more um, to a different it, level? Yeah, you've taken it out of the it's a functional tool, and you've taken yeah. it on to another level of actually you like, can use this. You can't use Facebook. Yeah. You can't <laughs> use Facebook and Instagram like that because they they simply won't let you. No, no, in, actually, Instagram is the whole thing. You know, Instagram. Yeah, you Another like thing is everyone who shows imagery. Like, you know, especially on Instagram as well, because you have it connected to a person. Um, they show us, you know, they are an inspiration. They show us what is possible. They show us a possible alternate reality, which out of our own lives, we 
cannot see because all we see is is manifested around us. This is our vision, and that's our, that bubble. Is our bubble. And it's kind of, you know, I always found it hard. It's like to see, okay, where can I go from that? You know, I want to have a vision. I want to have dreams. And I was like, yeah, but what do I want? What do I want? I never okay. knew what I want. You so know, are you saying? Are you saying I can then? Show you, Maybe you want this. And I was like, oh, I like it. I put it on my pin board. I said, like, oh, I like that. Right. You know, and it doesn't matter if it comes, you know, if it comes to pass or not. If you just go, I don't need it. And that's the crux point. That's why I always right. struggle. You know, how can I desire something if I really don't need it? That was always my thing. You know, I would love to be it's that want healthy, and need, isn't it? But then I don't need it because here in, in Amsterdam, I'm living in literally one room. And all my clothes are in there, and it's and it's quite minimal actually. That's all I need. So I'm like, but you know, but desire and need. Uh, uh. And then I thought yeah. it. I was thinking, okay, I can say I don't need it, but it would be totally awesome if I had it. <laughs> Even if I just have it for five minutes. You know, yeah. I don't need. I don't want to own a vintage Porsche. You know, I don't want to own it yeah. because then I go like oh, insurance and I need to have a, you know, I need to park it somewhere. And especially in Amsterdam, what am I thinking? And and then, you know, it's going to cost this and this. How am I going to get the money? But it would be awesome just to drive, go for a drive in one. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, like, I don't I'm just trying to understand what you're saying. So Instagram shows us the aesthetic of what is possible. The people that it's that it's real, well, supposedly real, real people, people who achieve a certain thing, and then they go, "Hey, I've achieved my dream. If it's your dream, feel free to be inspired and follow me. Or if it's not your dream, that's fine too. You know, there are a zillion other dreams out there, but it's important yeah. that people put out their dreams to inspire others. And that's so why that's I'm also saying is being a creator. And you see this, this, this." this word creator now everywhere hmm. be creator create a dream or create anything because you inspire others you inspire yeah. others what is possible by living your dream and it sounds so corny but it's true if you know the platforms are there for us to make them work for us as opposed to us helping them become bigger yeah, you know facebook world. gurus no. Actually, you can flip it, is what you're saying, and use yeah. it to inspire each other. Yeah, and if, if I'm inspired by someone who puts a lot of effort in creating this dream, then I can say, yes, I'm a follower. It doesn't cost me anything. It's just a, a token of appreciation. You know, it's not like, oh, you know, when they have loads of followers, then they get free Gucci bags. Pfft. Yeah. You know, those people never make money. It sounds like, you know, maybe a handful of influencers make money but they work bloody hard. So if anyone would put, you know, put that much work into anything they love doing, they would be as successful as they are. Yeah. yeah. But it's easy that's to the say, oh, that's don't the influencer. It's the influencer catch, isn't it? It's because we yeah, see people it. see that some people have got 50,000 followers and suddenly they're <laughs> saying on their Instagram or on their Facebook, I'm getting free this, that, and the other. Actually, They've, that's their life's work. Exactly. They've done it for years. It doesn't, you know, you don't get 50,000 followers just overnight. They, they're no. doing it as a job. And that's anything you job. do as a job and a hobby makes you money, of course. Yes. You know, yeah. otherwise it's that's not a job. That's their job. 
Yeah, it's their job. So it's not that they just like hanging out on beaches and being photographed. <laughs> you know, like Even though it does sometimes look like that. <laughs> oh, it so yeah but back to but what you're talking about is something quite different it's and it's what i've been talking about a lot um with the guys who i you know mentor and coach and what have you yeah. which is approaching it with a different mindset approaching these platforms mm -hmm. as you are the creator you are the inspirer you can inspire others and as a part of inspiring others you can actually achieve your own dreams as well exactly. if you want to yeah so it's exactly. a mindset switch. Yeah. yeah. And it's giving and taking. Okay. It's not just like someone is like doing this and oh, and now they're monetizing it. Yeah, because they, you know, why not? It's a job. Yeah. You wouldn't go yeah. and go into a job and say, oh, I'm not monetizing this. No. <laughs> but we're, crea we're creators. I'm not monetizing this. That's rubbish. That's rubbish. We live, in a, we live in a capitalist society. That's, you know, how the circular economy works. You know, people but, buy but stuff. and. You need yeah, to you live. buy stuff to live. Exactly. That's how we're the that's the society setup that we're we've all bought into. We don't live in North Korea or in um, parts of Russia where it's still quite oppressed. Yeah. Um, we live here, and the circular economy is such that. And I love that um, that concept of Matthew Burroughs with the artist support pledge because that fully ties into that mm. that circular economy of you buy from me and I'll buy from you, and you know exactly. you keep it all going round. And I'm starting to understand what you're saying about the use of Instagram and the use of um, Pinterest to switch. And if you put the mindset switch on, it's of, the essence. Yes, you know, it's, it's an it's an essence. And yeah. by what I believe, it's like once you create that board and you make it public, you know, by by choosing, you know, we have choices. Our life is basically uh, an array or the product of all our choices. And sometimes we make choices that we think were not so great. But, you know, a lot of choices, it's like, yeah, they're fantastic. And we make choices all the time. So by, by choosing a certain image and putting it onto your, um, your Pinterest, your live mood board, you are choosing this. You say, you basically say into the algorithms, Okay, I'm not a coder, and I'm not, you know, so so if I use these these expressions on the wrong way, please, you know, don't be Ignore. too hard on me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a computer fan. But you know, by choosing that, you send out a message almost to the ether. Oh. Yeah, it's an ant. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, you're sending a message out. That to ant the wanted to come in your bubble. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. not now. I'm busy. Found you um, inspirational. Yes, yes, of course. Yes. Um, so, so, but yes. Basically, make it putting an, an, a thing out there saying, um, okay, this is what I want. And if you put more of the same onto the bin box, it's like, this is what I really, really want. You know, because we get, you know, sometimes when you, when you go just on a website, you know, you go to like one of those rubbish websites that bring things from China and they pretend yeah. they are in the UK. And you say, oh, that's nice. That's a nice dress. That's a nice dress. And then and it brings more to you, doesn't it? Yes. You know, because the algorithm is out there saying, right. oh, she looked at this. So cool. You know, this is what she wants. So we provide this for her, for them, for her. But what I always thought, I, you know, I put like ad blocker on, on my laptop because I couldn't bear getting the advertising. But the advertising is only a, a, a 
thing to tell me we we heard you or we saw that you're looking if you want this if this is what you want it's the website so you can get it it's an energy response again so actually this is a massive massive mindset switch in how we as creatives use these visual platforms because before it's like you i am showing your my work to you but actually that's not going to bring what i want to me is it because all i'm doing is showing you what i do you're basically showing people your life because what people also like to see with the artwork is how that person lives you know, the other day I was I was like thinking, uh, I went to the Van Gogh Museum here, which is obviously so large. And I was like, what made him Love it. so yeah. I know, it's beautiful, but what made him so, you know, he wasn't an extraordinary artist. Okay, you know, I mean, he was amazing, but not an extraordinary artist. But what makes him so captivating is that he had this extraordinary letter um, exchange with his brother and his wife, you know, and brother's wife. So all the letters, all his struggles, all his his ideas while he was doing the painting, all the sketches and stuff, that is so, that gives you a deep insight into the person, you know. So people I'm, really get, I'm getting it now, I think. You know, I think it's about the narrative. Because of art's sake, they love also the background, the person the behind story. it. Because you know, that makes it way, and that's makes what makes art valuable because it's an insight into a person's mind. So if you go out there and put your Pinterest board and say, "I want this," "I'd love this," "I love this," "I love this," people will get an insight who Come you back. are. And then, if it's clear in your head what you want, then the delivery. You know, that's what I always say. If it's clear to you, mm. it's clear to the delivery service because we're so unclear of what you want, what we want. And then we get like shitty advertising and we go, why are they advertising that to me? Yeah. Well, if you don't want it, then they, you can say, oh, I don't want this. And then they say, why? And then you say, bugger off. <laughs> I didn't want it in the first place. No, but then they know, but yeah. then they know and like, okay, we try something else. But instead of them trying, it's like cold calling. They, tr you know, you get like things offered and you get so exhausted by the stuff that's out there. But instead, make it specific. I like this. I like this. I like this. I don't like this. I like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. And then watch the magic unfold. Because then. So it's about the narrative and the clarity. Yeah. So it's about saying what you want. Yeah. And then you get what you want. And. And, and when you're sharing your own story and your own thing, mm. be generous. Be generous. Yeah, yeah. and that's oh People would steal it and stuff. Bollocks. Yeah, be generous. You probably stole it from um, other people in the global, in the connected. We're going to have to put on a buzzer for you. I'm going to have to find a bleeper in a minute. <laughs> no, that's cool. I, I'm aware of that. Excuse the language, everyone. <laughs> we, we did talk. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh my god, I didn't, I didn't even realize. I'm, okay, sorry guys. I um, I, so I'm starting to understand the mind switch that we need to make, um, through you talking about it, and that's really fascinating. We have got some questions, I'm just gonna mm -hmm. um ask you a couple of the questions that we've got down here. Um, so the first one is from Edith, and she's saying, What is your YouTube channel? Can you type your YouTube channel into uh, yeah. the sidebar for everyone? Okay, yeah. Because 
you said people aren't following you so they're uh, going to follow you now uh, you don't have to please uh, but if you'd like to oh, yeah yeah if you'd like to then um there it is there we are perfect and the next question we've got is from fran white is did you refer to the paper dresses we wore in the 1960 or was your idea simply an evolution from your foundation studies um well i mean i have to say the 1960s the, i did a whole thing about the 1960s paper um paper dresses and the hype of it which is fascinating, fascinating. Um, but I, um, I didn't know so much about it when I started with the paper couture. I mean, I just wanted, I created ball gowns, basically, you know, big drama, huge ball gowns of, of paper um, dresses. They, they, were, they were less sort of on the practical side because in the 60s, you could actually wear them. Um, and I love the idea that you can customize them as well, you know, and, and my daughter actually made for her graduation, she made, she wanted to do festival dresses um, out of paper and she managed and it's really cool actually. So there is a practical, uh, a practicality to it, but my dresses were more, they were more sculptures. Really, yeah, paper. they were more art pieces, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, the most interesting thing you said, uh, something interesting you said there, not the most interesting, but something interesting you said, <laughs> One of the things. Was, was about the festivals. And um, I know you, you spent some time um, working at Glastonbury. Yeah. Tell us, tell us about that. Tell us about your Glastonbury life. I mean, Glastow is just another, another thing. There are actually two, at least two, levels of festivals going on. There's all the top level where you have the big, you know, Beyonce and Lana Del Rey and all those big, you know, people chasing to the big gigs. But then if you are actually in that whole commotion, you know, and it's a city, Glastonbury is a, is a small city. Um, but if you're actually quiet, it takes you into another level and you meet people and they take you like literally down the rabbit hole. Glastonbury is extraordinary like that. And I was very fortunate in making, one year I made um, in Shangri-La, um, I made big paper clouds for one of the tents. And so, yes, I did four years I worked at Glastonbury and it was, oh, it's just the best. I really missed it um, last year. It just reminded me about the clouds because we had the clouds as an installation, didn't we, in the Wing Gallery yes. one year as well? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that was oh, really, really cool, cool yeah. having yeah. the clouds. I really wanted one. They were kind of like, um, and they are fire it on, aren't they? Because we did put some bul yeah, we had to, bul uh, bulbs yeah. in. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, I had to spray the heck out of them. <laughs> spray <laughs> yeah, the life out. Yeah, 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 because it's also in, in Glastonbury, you know, they cannot take any any chances, you know, yeah. and people are getting wasted in those tents and stuff. And so, oh, yeah, and you know, cigarettes and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm. yeah, that was always a bit of a of a worry, but you know, get through the fire. <laughs> you know, when the yeah. fire inspector came, like, oh god, and it's like, yeah, oh, it's okay. <laughs> You've done so much. You've done oh, yeah. so much all the years <laughs> with the front row, and then yeah. you know the Glastonbury, and mm. now you're in this new life in Amsterdam. So, what's what does the future hold for Freya? Well, I mean, I've, uh, I did my business master because I thought, okay, I'd get, you know, having been an insane creative all my life, I need to get some business, like, head sorted. And I did that for uh, two years. And it was okay. <laughs> no, I learned, I learned a lot. 
I learned a lot. However, I think it was just the ploy to get me to Amsterdam. <laughs> As I say, why did you pick to go to, to do that in Amsterdam? In a, did you do it in English? Um, yes, yes, it was in English. Um, I mean, that that the course was extraordinary, and there were like literally a chain of events where I'm just like, oh, okay, oh, okay, oh, okay, and then I'm like, oh, I'm in Amsterdam. Mm. Yeah. So, but now I'm I'm still creative, but I'm creative in a different way. So I'm creating my perfect life so on Pinterest <laughs> via Pinterest, and I've got lots of. I mean, during the last few months, I had a lot of realizations about myself. Um, this morning I had a big realization, actually almost had a meltdown because I realized that I'm actually really pathetic. <laughs> We're actually answering Carol's oh questions. So okay. What? We're answering but Carol's questions. Pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? So that is, uh, what are you working on at the moment? So cool. So yeah. you had your meltdown this morning. Yeah, yeah. meltdown. And, and also during the, um, the, the, uh, the master, I had to come up with a product because we did branding and marketing and we had to do a financial plan and all of that. So, and I didn't want to, first I thought about um, doing knitwear um, because I found a company in Japan who makes uh, paper thread. Uh, so I wanted to make paper dresses, but uh, in the end I uh, made a disposable and biodegradable spa underwear. So for um, that's what I designed and that's what I based all my master on. And I've got now um, a company I'm doing a joint venture with um, who do disposable and biodegradable towels already. So we're going together and um, conquer the spa world. Conquer the spa world. So you've, yes. you've taken all of that experience from your mm -hmm. creative work um, yeah. and made it into something in, the, in commerce. Yeah. Um, on the side of that, I, I know you can't possibly not be doing something creative. So come on, what are you doing? Yeah, um, actually, I'm not doing, I mean, I'm creating content now. I, it's a different type of creation. You know, I'm creating my life. I'm I'm sorting out my, my beliefs about myself, about everything. So this is, you know, so I'm creating um, life algorithms. I don't You're know. The algorithm. Yeah. So the word at the moment is my tool. Um, so I'm, I'm writing down a lot um, in form of some sort of diary, which sounds insane, but I might just put it out there at some point. Um, and You've been yeah, a diary journal during the lockdown experience. Uh, yeah, yeah, because a lot of things started coming up, you know, and I think that was why this time, the last few months, was so important to happen and. I know it's, you know, if, if you're out there and you've lost a loved one, it is tough to deal with. But I think this whole slowing down and people facing their beliefs and demons was really necessary. So a lot of good will, will come yes. from yeah, I think, um, you know, there's a there's a balance, isn't it? Some people have had yeah. bad experiences, but actually some people who've had bad experiences, I've then subsequently spoken to and they said, yeah. however, now I am starting to see the things that have been good for me and yeah, well, um, but it was relevant actually yeah, yeah. that it was a yeah. relevant experience and mm -hmm. you know I you know didn't want to lose my loved one or I didn't want to lose my job or whatever it was but actually mm -hmm. it's made me like you say it's brought up the point of reflecting and reviewing and mm -hmm. repositioning and deciding actually consciously how I want to go forward yeah Exactly. And I think that's a very powerful mm. gift. That, because it's you know, always good to, to hang out in other people's lives and to make you feel better, you know, on, on, on Instagram and on Facebook. But, you know, sort out your own life, then you don't have to follow others. 
you know, be inspired by them, but to make the changes that you want. Make pick the things that you like from that, use it, and make it your own. You know, every yeah. life is unique. I think I'm going to have to write. I'm, we're going yeah. to have to do some writing around the power of the narrative and how you use that oh. on Pinterest and Instagram because it's quite comp. That mind switch, that mindset switch that you've just described, is quite complex, and I think it's going to take us a little while to get our head around it. If I'm mm. honest, it's taking me a little while to get my head around it, and I've obviously listened yeah. to it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah, I think we might have to, you know, we might have mm. to explore some, um, some collaborative yeah. writing around that. Um, yes. We've got a couple more questions. Yeah. We've got another question. Do you have to make the dresses fire resistant? Um, uh, well, when I was doing the fashion shows, I didn't because there wasn't really open fire um, there. But if I do it for events, yes, I have to. Yeah, know, we didn't make fire resistant. The, the dresses, we didn't make fire resistant. <laughs> no, no. If they're just stationary or just you know on the catwalk, then then not. But you know, if um, if I had any sort of commissions that would uh, be you know somebody walking around or even a wedding dress, you know, I haven't promoted my dresses as wedding dresses because I'm mortified that the Bride will go up in flames, and it's all my fault. <laughs> it's not going to be the best outcome for a wedding, yeah. is it? <laughs> no, rubbish, rubbish marketing, really. <laughs> really bad. Yes, never but love to address. Sadly, the bride didn't make it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. On the other hand, yeah. I happen to know though you have been doing something a little bit creative with your tours. Tell us about your tours you've been doing because I really love the idea of this. The what? Little curated oh tours that you've been doing around Amsterdam. Curated tours? You've been taking people. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds so glamorous, but I was a pub, pub crawl host. So basically, I was paid to take um, visitors around to bars and clubs and party with them. What a great job! What a great job! And what also, a great job. <laughs> I was also working um, during my studies as a part-time nanny. So it's basically the same. It's yeah. the same job. So yeah, I had fun playing with playing, playing with and, and looking after people, make sure they get home safe. <laughs> and I got paid. Yeah, wow. I loved it. When you said that to me, I was like, I would definitely have gone on one of those. Go and party with my it's, it's messy. I mean it's not pretty. <laughs> it's messy. But it was so fun. <laughs> well, I basically um, um pour vodka into people's mouths. <laughs> For the first half an hour of each oh, night. Eighteen thirty to me. We've gone off. We've gone oh, off our tangent now. Oh, so I was more into the dancing and the um, and the partying. Mm. I think that yeah, sounded yeah. amazing. And it reminded me when you told me about that. It reminded me about the white dinners, the rendezvous block that you used yes. to do in Hastings. I don't know yeah. whether anyone watching ever went to a rendezvous block, but they were amazing. Yeah. They were amazing. Uh, tell, yeah. tell everyone a bit about the rendezvous block. That'd um, be great. Well, it was it was um, it was like a global thing. I don't know if they started it in Paris or something, but it was sort of like um, like dinner flash mobs where everyone would wear white and elegant clothing, and everyone bring table chairs, tablecloths, cutlery, glasses, champagne, beautiful food, and then um, like an, an hour before the the um, the event, um, there would be a post where this event would be happening. So everyone would rush their setup and be just simply beautiful and it would be you know somewhere outside in a park or i think they did it on the champs elysees as well insane this sounds like my kind of flash mob i can't lie 
and it's so glamorous, and everyone would totally dress up, you know, all in white. So it's, it looks rather stunning. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. that be an amazing thing to aspire yeah. to after yeah. lockdown? You know, obviously we can't do it at the moment, yeah. but to do a glamorous white flash mob. Oh my goodness, that is so just like. Yeah, yeah. So Claire, Claire, beautiful Claire Cottrell, she's she she's been organising it. So um, yeah, maybe next year. Claire, shout out to Claire. Yeah, Claire, please. Please do another one, Claire. <laughs> Claire. And, uh, and then maybe you could link up and do one in Amsterdam as well at the same time. That would be just super cool. Yeah, but uh, you know, I'm knackered. I'm knackered about the event. I've done 20 years of events yeah. ma managing and producing. So now I've just left to look about, you know, I'm just going to organize myself. I've got in. enough to do with that. <laughs> I totally get you. I've done um, a, a good 20 years of events. And I have to say, being able to do these live broadcasts with my friends and people yeah. I've, you know, connected with over that time and just um, listen to their life stories and understand it's about the power of the narrative. And the value of that narrative is inspirational. And you're so inspirational to so many people. Oh, <laughs> and talking, oh, you know, and, and then touching on those names like Peter Cornell, Betty McCray. Uh, Betty? Mm -hmm. It's not Betty McCray. <laughs> Becky McCray. She was happy with that, wasn't she? <laughs> Becky no, McCray. No. Uh, Matthew Burroughs. You know, all oh, such inspirational people. Yeah. Um, if we can think about that and start to do this mind switch as you're suggesting and mm -hmm. um, use these platforms to attract in what we want as opposed yeah. to just pushing out what we want others to see but using them to, as a power of attraction the yeah. they, are, they are incredible tools and we need to see the value of them you know they are out there not just to you know, the people just want to make money no they empower us that's the thing you know and it's with everything but yeah, all I love people, that. You know, yeah, I had a big realization about the one month free trial thing as well. Yeah, we could go on and on and on. Come on just quickly tell us and then we're going to finish. What's the realization about the one month free, free trial? You know, it's like, it's like, you know, you get months for free. Whatever you, if you've in those, you know, you know, they say that something, a new habit takes a month. Yeah, 21 days. Integrate, yeah. So if you, if, if you have the first month free, it's so clever, it's so clever. You have the first month free, which means that if you, from the first day to the last day, use it with all its things, really get involved in it, then you have learned, it's almost like a learning thing. And if you then transfer it to whatever the essence of that learning is to your life, then after the month, you actually don't need it anymore. They only, they, they give you, if you are up for it, if you are sort of up for it, then they give it to you for free for a month. If you make the best out of that, you know, put all your energy in that for, for that month, then you will have learned what it, what it teaches you. And afterwards, you can unsubscribe because you don't need it anymore. Or you're so happy and you've, you've grown that you have to pay those whatever 10 quid. You know, yeah. and what, what people are making money of is someone who signs up and then is lazy about it, just is entertained. And that's yeah. fine too. You know, then they pay for entertainment. It's genius. It's like every one of these, like um, Evernote, you know, all these premium things. You get the first one free and then they, see, you know, they, ch they, they check if you, okay, are they doing anything with that? 
And then if they don't, okay, then we charge them because now we're entertaining them. But if yeah. you use the month with all, you know, really get to know this tool, it's a life tool you can use in your life. So get I so I so get it. You get emotionally invested, don't you? If you do it properly, because I know I've signed up to a couple of things over yeah. the lockdown period, and I've really used them, like you say, and I've really got to know them, and I've really learnt them. Then they've yeah. got my content in there, and I'm now emotionally invested. But that's okay. You know, but you are a creator. They see you created. Mm. That's the key. You're mm. being tagged as a creator. Yeah, and they are now give me extra stuff and they come to me and they ask me comments and feedback and exactly. They 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 show you, you know, they tag you as a creator who can create new paradigms for the world we live in. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Yeah, and whereas if it's a bit yeah. like the gym membership thing, isn't it? If you yeah. buy your gym membership and never use it, then you're paying for the luxury yeah. of yeah. having it well, having it there if you ever did want to use it. Yeah. Exactly. And it's laziness. And then why not charge it? But if somebody really makes it, if you find, a, you know, go to the gym for the first free month and you mm. do all these things, you get a trainer and you do all these things, you know, you can do those things at home. But after a month of diligently going, you will have the, 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 the tools and the skills and the, skills and the, the um, what's it called? The, what's it called? Uh, to be diligent in something. You do, yeah. you do something all the time. It becomes a habit. Exactly. You get the habit and then you can do that at home. You know, you yeah, can exactly. lift, you know, gal you know, whatever, milk cartons. You don't need big machines. <laughs> you can jump on a box. Yeah, literally. But you don't actually whoever it. thinks they can't do it, they will pay. Yeah. That's and if they like the other things that come with it. So, you know, the yeah. community. So sometimes it's because they're part of your tribe. You know, you realize these are my tribe and yeah. I want to be in this yeah. community with them. Then you invest in the community. So absolutely. Yeah, you invest in the gear and you wear you the, the right trainers. And yeah. yeah, of course, but you don't need to. It's all there. And then people always go like, oh, they're being sold, we're being sold to, we're being sold to. No. It's like you hang in there, so they go, okay, this is what they like. Yeah. So here are fantastic shoes, here are fantastic leggings, here is this, here's that, here's a Nutribar bars, here's an app, here's an app, here's an app, here's an app. But it's just giving you the tools. If you yeah. think you can't do this by yourself to get yourself healthy, then we give you the tools in terms of products and services to get you there, but you don't need it. You don't yeah. need it because you think you need it. That's when you pay. Absolutely, <laughs> it is just it is just being conscious yeah. and, in yeah. every interaction you have, yeah. and making sure that you've made a conscious decision. Are you in or are you out? Is yeah, there something exactly. to learn or is there not something to learn? Yeah, yeah, and, and then being really honest and having integrity. Oh, there was sister Amanda that said, was Amanda Hopkins, thank, thank you so much for a new mindset. Wow. Yeah, it is. Mind. What you <laughs> delivered today for us is a mindset switch, and that's absolutely mm. amazing. It's, it's instead of pushing stuff out, attract yeah. stuff in yeah. and be conscious about it. And yeah. I'm incredibly grateful for you talking about that from your perspective. Mm. Yeah. Because, because we yeah. all need to hear 
other people's views. Yeah, a quick one. I know we're over time, aren't we? Being being an artist, okay, I've been creative all my life. I've made things all my life. However, I was there always was a dis discrepancy with me. My art, which I thought okay, I'm doing exactly what I love doing. I'm using the medium that I love. I can do this for hours. It is like almost like a divine talent that I don't work hard for. So I never felt, I never could price my stuff. And I couldn't, I felt I never um, sort of taking it from, from the of divine inspiration and creation part into labeling it and branding it and market it and putting a price on it and selling it. I could never do that because it, it was going against my fiber as a creative. It was like, I'm having fun. Am I doing exactly what I want? So I can't really charge money for that, which, is, which has been such my, and that's why I think, oh no, I have to do a business master and um, pay shit a lot of money for that. Um, so, sorry. Um, to, to, to get that mindset, but it's not about that. The thing is, do what you love um, and just do it and not think about, oh, how am I, how am I going to market this? What, how am I going to do this? How, what can I charge for it? Because I know or I imagine that this is a big problem for a lot of creatives. Oh, my goodness. How to price their work. Yeah. But the, thing is, the thing is, it's like, you know, do what you love and do it persistently like that, that, month thing do yes. what you love and just do it and, and revel in it and know that you're supported because that's the thing money doesn't necessarily then if you are a creator money doesn't necessarily come because money is energy and not stuff and uh, money doesn't come according to how you price things and how you you sell stuff um not that is just one channel where money can come from. And if we focus on, I used to focus on one, that, that one channel, and if I don't sell something during a fair, I'll be devastated. And then I thought, okay, the next fair I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna put more work into it. But it didn't work for me ever. But now I'm like, okay, I don't care. I'm living, I'm having minimal overheads. I'm doing exactly what I love. And money, you know, money support, that if you're a creator, as I said earlier, with Instagram and Pinterest, if you're a creator, money will come, but it comes in all, it comes from other directions that you don't think. Don't get too stuck on, I have to sell my artwork and have to make money with that, otherwise I have to get a part-time job, blah, 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 blah. Find a way of, of doing a little bit of everything, but don't get stuck up and hung up about it. But because so if that's, you do that, that's yeah. the classic, what we say is that yeah. it's like, it's the classic energy exchange. It's like you do the thing and yeah. you put it out there. What you need to come back may not come back from the person you delivered the thing to. No, no, it but may if you come look back at that from left or right field, yeah. you just need to be spectruming. Open. Be open. It's like it would be nice if I made money with it, it but it doesn't matter point. because I'm having the best time of my life anyway, already. So Absolutely. no money, no money is actually the equivalent to that yeah. because I love what I do and then you're getting the energy back in the yeah. gratification yeah. yes and you don't get stuck and wound up about it so leave it open just like I'm creating I'm creating you know That's and great. I'm just putting it out there and whatever comes back is going to be fine but you will be supported in the end and that you will get what you need 
exactly if you do it with yeah. integrity and but you those are into just one channel of of where money can flow because also money is access to um is is access to opportunities and um and resources Absolutely. you know I mean, that's that, all it is these broadcasts are a quintessential reflection of that actually mm. because someone said to me how are you going i was at just bumped into someone not physically you understand mm, there's yeah. an extent between us <laughs> and um they said to me how are you monetizing mm. the broadcast and i said i'm not no and they said oh you you should be monetized i said it's an energy exchange i mm -hmm. am absolutely um thriving from doing this mm. i know that i'm in total alignment with what i should be doing because mm. i am thriving and i'm loving it yeah i know that what i need will come from elsewhere and i don't need to be spending my energy looking for it mm. or worrying about it i'm That's just doing this yeah and what i need what i need is the key mm -hmm. will come. Yeah. Yeah, you're creating value, so the value will come back to you. I don't need to be spending my worry or energy thinking, oh. I need to market that to there and I need to think about that. No, I'm just doing what I'm doing because I know it's right and I love it and people are getting so much out of it. And exactly. when they stop getting out of it, I'll stop doing it. Yeah, exactly. Then it comes something else comes up. Yeah, Exactly. We're so lucky we're creators, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel very privileged to do what I do and to happen upon this vehicle, which I truly love mm. and I find so rewarding. And I know yeah. that other people find the experiences of just hearing, you know, you've just helped several people see things from a different perspective. We're all getting these different views. Seven is a good number. <laughs> yeah, several. Yeah. We don't know how many and it'll yeah, carry on going. Cool. Energy goes out into the Internet now and it will just be there. Yeah. I don't need to know where it's going to come back to me from. I don't need it back from you. Yeah. I don't need it back from the audience. Yeah. What I need will come back to me from somewhere. Yeah. And I'm just leaving that to the universe to deal yeah. with. I'm yeah. worrying about it. The universe um, got your back, so what do you care? The universe has it. And what that's you, what, what you worry about. You know? And as creatives, that's what we need to reinforce with ourselves. Yeah. A lot of the time is, yes, it you have to have some business knowledge, as you mm. correctly say, as I correctly say. We have to know some stuff, mm. to know some stuff. Mm. But yeah. some of the stuff that we dwell hard on, the yeah. how do I price this? How do I get it out there? Is the stuff we I, yeah, sorry. shouldn't be worrying about. No, no. And but but artists get so like I used to go like ah I need a I need a uh, I need a website and then somebody would build me a website which would be so complicated and I'm like I can't even use this and I don't know what to do and it's not really working and I'm not selling through that and it's like how am I gonna and then Shopify oh I can do Shopify and it's like ah it's a minefield but just do a little bit at a time but always be out there just be mindful of yeah. your conscious decisions yeah. Yeah. do one step at a time exactly and have fun that's the thing is you like have fun with it and the so minute you don't enjoy it check why you're not enjoying it before you're getting too too deep down then you go like oh i need i'm going to get a job in the bank because i'm not making any money with my uh, i think the thing pottery. you said 
Yeah, I think, I think you said just now about that mindset of the artist. That is such a classic mindset of the artist, isn't it? It's like, I'm so privileged to do what I do, yeah. I couldn't possibly charge. No, yeah. you can. It's absolutely fine yeah. to charge for what you do because other people yeah. do stuff they are happy doing as well. Yeah, exactly. And if the thing is, if, if somebody makes you a bread, a piece of bread, you're happy to pay for it. And they loved making yeah. it. They chose to be a baker. Exactly. But with, with artists, sometimes it's just like... And, and that's why you that's why you have um, galleries and um, what are they called artist managers, yeah, agents, who deal, yeah, agents who deal with all of that. But then you know, artists complain about them. Yeah. There is <laughs> a lot of there is yeah. a lot of infrastructure goes into the art world, and I think a lot of it is because of this mindset that mm. I couldn't possibly charge because I'm doing something I love. Well, and then that just gives energy to all this other infrastructure. Yeah. Uh, but that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, exactly. I, know, I, know, I think we're going to have to wrap up, up now. Yes. <laughs> but what I have had the time of my life oh, talking to you. Thank, Thank you, you for so having much. me. <laughs> and we will definitely have um, Freya back again in the autumn to talk more about other things. Oh, sorry, the dog. That's my dog and my dog barking. Oh, <laughs> because so my son has just come into the room. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm actually... You know, you know, we have this arts festivals in Hastings, quick one, um, Coastal Currents, and they are doing like a podcast this yeah. Saturday. Um, okay. Check out, check out the website because I'm doing, uh, I'm doing like a little walkabout for an hour um, around my Hastings, my favorite Hastings spots. Oh, brilliant! So, so have, check a, have out, a look at that. Check yes. out that Just had a fant fantastic comment yeah. in the side saying, "Thank you for encouraging challenging words. We should charge because we are the fifth emergency." service absolutely to that because during lockdown if it mm. weren't for the creatives what would everyone have been doing exactly you know we have we, yeah. i know because of the information that comes through from us we get emails every day yeah. saying that um how uplifting they find these experiences yeah. and how it just keeps them going and everything so exactly. thank you so much and thank, thank you for everyone who tuned in we've had loads of people on yeah. facebook we've had loads of people watching so live Hi. this will now go onto our watch page the lovely christina <laughs> will upload it and it will go onto our watch page you can watch it forever you can share it with anyone we really don't mind <laughs> yes <laughs> no, we don't mind <laughs> yeah, and, um, we know the, the universe is looking after us so thank you so much and thank you, have lovely. a lovely it's a beautiful day here yes, I don't know i'm going to swim i'm going to swim in the canal I'm in a minute in the canal. fabulous yes. i'm not swimming <laughs> any canals, but my son does now need me to take him out so <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's yes. <laughs> yes, of course. thank you okay. so much right, everyone for watching. Day, everyone. we'll see you all next wednesday and um check out on the website um i can't remember who's the guest next wednesday because my mind is completely abuzz with what? all of that wonderful knowledge that i've got now yes. but we'll send you reminders don't worry we'll send you invitations to come in and watch bye for now bye bye bye, bye. <laughs>